Okay, hi everybody. Jeff Cooper here from Classic Christian Rock Radio. It's time again for uh, Time Machine. And today we have the group Fear Not with us. And uh, we're going to talk about their band and their past uh, experiences and uh, new music coming up. So who do we have today here from Fear Not? Larry, guitar player. Chris, guitar player. Rod. Gary, drummer. Oh my gosh. And Rod, bass player. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and just for everyone's information, we had to start recording again, so <laughs> I'm kind of laughing how it went good the first time, but we got the idea. Okay, we're going to talk a bit about uh, your background growing up, so Rod, would you like to start with that and uh, let us know your background? Absolutely. Uh, my background uh, was interesting. Uh, I grew up in uh, two countries, really. Uh, my dad was a migrant worker in the early or early years of my life, probably until I was nine or ten. And so I spent a lot of time going back and forth between the U.S. and Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really two different lifestyles completely. Uh, being in the U.S., obviously the normal, you know, the, the things that you have in, 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 a, in a city, in, in a country that, you know, has everything. And in Mexico it was the opposite because we uh, we were farmers. Uh, so I grew up in a in a farm with uh, no running water, no plumbing, uh, no electricity, uh, and pretty much a subsistence lifestyle, really. Uh, and it, it was difficult because I I enjoyed music. My mom, my uh, aunt, and my mom's side of the family was very musical. And they were all singers. And I remember clearly my mom and my uh, aunt, they were both singing harmonies. And I'm like, how in the heck do you guys do that? So that how music started in, in, in that side of the family. But living over there, you know, no, no money or nothing to do. I remember trying to uh, put an instrument together. You know, we didn't have money to afford a guitar or bass or anything like that. And I remember uh, finding just a flat, piece of wood and i remember you know in a farm there's wires and there's strings there's all kinds of things so i remember tying a wire to a board and just tightening it and making just music notes and wow. so that's how i uh, you know when when i had the opportunity to buy a guitar i'm thinking dang that's that's six strings that, that's a lot for me uh you know i'm only familiar with one string if you can call it that way so that's mm-hmm. why the uh, the bass was more interesting to me because mm-hmm. that's really what i i learned and what i kind of knew how you know how to kind of put some notes together and and that was really my background and um you know after probably 12 13 then you know we moved permanently here and uh, that kind of ended but it was fun that's great and gary how about you what's the first thing you ever hit <laughs> that's funny i i I told this, this story before, but um, I was always fascinated by by drums and drummers. And um, my my first like love came when I went to Disneyland for the first time, and and I saw a drummer. And I used to watch marching bands and, and watch see him, and I just love the drums. Yeah. And I saw the drummer in the pop up stage at Disneyland keep popping <laughs> up, and I basically, you know, I'm probably six or seven, and and I said, just leave me here. I'll watch this guy play drums all day. You guys go ride rides, and I'll watch the music. And then, at, you know, walking around, we'd, we'd also see the, you know, the little Dixieland jazz band, and the guy'd be just killing it on a, just a snare drum and a, and a crash cymbal. So 
that was kind of my first love for it. And then I, you know, started elementary school and my parents made me buy a practice pad. I didn't have drums. I had a practice pad and a pair of sticks and I would carry that in the music stand to school once a week. And then they actually ended up shipping me off to the junior high because they didn't have a teacher at the at elementary. So that was that was the first thing. And then my actual elementary school principal went on went on sabbatical in my sixth grade year, and he left his drum set with me. So. Oh, great! <laughs> so yeah, I was, him and my mom were friends. So I that was my first set. And then I had a friend in the neighborhood who was a real good musician who ended up coming over and teaching me how to play two and four and we started playing Deep Purple. Right on. Wow, so. we we sound an awful lot alike there. I'm a drummer as well, by the way, so I relate to a lot of that. And it's yeah. always good to have neighbors as friends when you're a drummer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a long, long, short story. Yeah, and Larry, <laughs> what about you, pal? Um, well, growing up, uh, you know, I had a, I, I was fortunate and had a, uh, a pretty good childhood. Um, had two great parents. Uh, one definitely uh, had a praying mom. So, uh, you know, uh, she was uh, and still is amazing. Um, so, you know, as far as that goes, you know, I mean, I was just a normal kid, you know, I, I would get into trouble just like everybody else. And, um, you know, and then, uh, um, my dad was uh, a pretty strict, uh, he's a pretty strict dude. And, and uh, he was, uh, he was pretty tough, you know, so I never really wanted to cross paths with him. Mm. But you know, um, I did a lot of stupid things. So <laughs> I got, yeah. I got punished quite a bit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it was good. I, you know, I mean, um, especially now when I look back, you know, how, uh, how much they uh, they were just so awesome and, and just really cared for us, you know. And um, so so that part was cool. And, and he was a guitar player, so yeah, um, he loved Johnny Cash and, mm-hmm. and Elvis and 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 you know music of that sort. Yeah. And so I would just sit. Uh, he'd come home from work a lot, and he would just sit at the side of his bed and grab his acoustic and just start start playing, you know. And, and I would just sit at the floor and just watch him. Yeah. And uh, well, one just one just one production note, everybody. If you're opening a bag of chips, we hear it. If you're closing your door, we hear it. So be as quiet as possible, okay? <laughs> That's why you, you'll hear me <clears throat> every so often, but I try not to. And if mm-hmm. I sit my tea too close to the mic, that's uh, <laughs> that's what you get. So just a, a production note there. And Mr. Bailey, you can edit that out if you want. Go right ahead, Larry. Keep going. <laughs> um, so so I would just sit at the floor and watch him play. And uh, yeah. and it, it was awesome. And, what, and when he'd put it down, you know, I, and while he was playing, I'd be studying his fingers, right? Where yeah. he'd be putting his fingers and such. And and uh, so he had, he had set it down and I'd pick it up and, you know, I'd try to mimic what he was doing. And of course it would just be, you know, clunk, 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 you know, <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, and then just one day, you know, I, I, you know, I'd ask him, show me, show me some chords, you know, and he'd show me like an E chord or a D yeah. chord, you know, and, and one day, man, I just picked it up and, and I, and I'm pretty sure it was a D chord that I just kind of 
you know, strummed it and, mm-hmm. and it just rang out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there it is, you know. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, once I hit that note, man, I was I was off and running. Right on. Oh, great. And Chris, how about you? Well, this is an interesting topic for me. Um, I <clears throat> talked to Larry a little bit earlier about this and mm-hmm. how deep to get into it. But yeah. uh, I kind of had a interesting childhood, to say the least. It's kind of a long, drawn-out story. I grew up in Colorado and uh, lived in between being up in the mountains <clears throat> and back down in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom got remarried when I was about five to a guy that was a uh, uh, real abusive kind of violent alcoholic (laughs) and uh you know here's the thing is it uh it changed me in a lot of ways but it also taught me so many things yeah and god can use all kinds of situations to bring you around to stuff yeah um long story short i uh ended up just getting into a lot of trouble and by the time I was 14, uh, I ended up in a drug rehab. Hmm. And that's where I learned how to play guitar. Wow. Which is... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Actually, it, it was fascinating, man, because I'd yeah. always wanted to learn how to play guitar. I'd gotten kicked out of school a couple of years earlier mm-hmm. and worked for about a month and, and actually bought a, bought, a, bought a guitar. Just didn't have YouTube back there, didn't have anything to no. try to to learn man but i just really liked the guitar so when i went to this this center they ended up i ended up rooming with a guy that was this is down in texas i got sent down there and uh this guy was just a phenomenal guitar player blues guy Mm -hmm. and he used to just sit down and show me how to play stuff and as a something that just really worked out for me by the time I got out of there, I had to change my lifestyle completely, get rid of all my friends hmm. by the time I went back to school. Mm-hmm. And I just focused all my time on guitar. Wow. And that, that just in itself, man, just really, really helped me survive. So that's, uh, that was my initial getting into guitar yeah. and, you know, just like really learning and, did the same thing these guys probably did, man. I mean, <laughs> since we're old, we used to listen to, uh, you know, albums. Yeah. I'd, I'd buy an album and, and slow it down on the turntable yeah. and, like, listen to guitar chops and, mm-hmm. you know, try to figure stuff out, man. I was, like, really into, like, Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple yeah. and Billy Gibbons and, you know, from ZZ Top and yeah. just, like, I mean, you know, just one of those things where it's just the list was endless and you could just sit there yeah. and just learn so yeah but that was my initial you know getting into guitar so it's cool we can all relate to some one or two people who were mentors as musicians that got it started uh it's always it's one thing that um pass on your gift to somebody else Uh, yeah you know i never discourage a kid who wants to try my drum set go for it <laughs> i'm not gonna yeah. say no don't it's touch awesome. my drum son you know you you want to <laughs> you're gonna start something for them and uh who knows where it will go absolutely that's <clears throat> yeah. my thought yeah so let's talk about some early bands you you guys haven't been together forever um let's hear some uh, stories about uh early days early bands um 
any bands we may know or don't know. And uh, Rod, you can start with that one. Oh boy, early bands from 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 us uh, that we we got into or that we listened to. Obviously, you know, up, upbringing for me, um, I, I, there was a lot of. Uh, you know, interesting mixes of music because again, going to different countries, I, yeah. I got you know. So my really my my range was anything from you know disco to Motown to Spanish music to all kinds of things. So wow. growing up and and trying to get find you know something that I really like, I think uh, you know playing some of the uh, Spanish music was kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. I actually sang more Spanish than I played. Yeah. Because number one, I didn't have an instrument, so and mm-hmm. my mom being a singer, no, no. But uh, when I finally, you know, like I said, twelve years old, when I, I we settled in the U.S., pretty much uh, at that time, my first album. I think everybody has gone through the same Kiss album, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And you pick up the Kiss album and you go like, <clears throat> "Oh my gosh, that's that's it. That's yeah. what I want to do." So yeah. that's how I started playing and getting into rock, and then. Really, uh, you know, I've known friends from school, playing with, you know, high school friends type of thing, but mm-hmm. never a, a real uh, legit band. Yes. So so really, uh, my first band was what it is now, Fear Not. Yeah. Uh, okay. That was that was Gary and, and Larry. <clears throat> uh-huh. And we've gone through so many different names that you probably, I don't know if you even know that, but the, the early name, uh, I joined the band and that was my first real you know organized band if you will mm-hmm. so uh they they were the first ones that got me in, into doing that and you know became a christian in high school and through all that the whole idea of playing rock and roll music loud and heavy mm-hmm. and and being a christian was was really cool and appealing and and that's really how i started they yeah. they, they were my first my first band yeah so what was the original name for fear not <laughs> oh gosh depends on the day uh we went from i mean we were reaction at one time we were forever yeah uh obviously love life is is the one that more people are are, are more familiar with uh-huh. and then yeah. you know fear not and uh, i think we were fear no evil for maybe a day so <clears throat> okay, yeah. different different names yeah 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 how about you gary is a uh, similar story obviously um, I'm a little bit older than Rod, so I, yeah. I had a little, a little, I, I had a long stint. I was in, in a, in like the same guy that I told you came over and taught me two, four. Yeah. We actually, we actually still play together. Uh-huh. Um, occasionally we, uh, uh, we played together at church actually quite a bit, but, mm-hmm. but we also had to do some top 40 gigs, but yeah, I was in a cover band you know 12 years old did my first gig mm-hmm. seventh grade wow playing playing covers you know we were yep. we were into black sabbath and deep purple and kiss and, yeah and uh um i was i, I really like pop music back then too like you know um leo sayers air supply i liked all that sure you know, kind of yeah interesting two four really straight music yeah um zeppelin but i played in bands in high school with those guys and then um at just out of high school uh did a bunch of you know playing in different bands our there's a really big music scene in our in our little town yeah and so you know everybody we, that's all we did you know 
five nights a week we'd play either channel with somebody or practicing mm-hmm. so i did a lot of that and then you know um was in a band in hollywood playing all the time um and i uh, got saved went to a, a, a easter passion play mm-hmm. except for the lord um basically said you know i guess i'm not going to play anymore because i didn't i didn't know anything about christian rock at the time yeah yeah. started going to a calvary chapel and met a bunch of rockers including rod Mm -hmm. and uh and um yeah started roading for christian bands and and kind of got into the scene i guess you'd call there was a really big cool cool uh scene in hollywood back in the uh-huh. mid to late 80s with tons of Christian bands, Holy Soldier, yeah. Guardian, um, all, all these bands. So we got, you know, we were all basically in it together. And, and uh, Rod and I and, and a, our Love Life guitar player, Darren, actually it wasn't even Rod, it was a, another bass player. It was Darren, me, and a bass player. Yeah. We put an ad out, an ad out, and this crazy kid, Larry Worley, shows up. And, uh, <laughs> um, and we were like, oh, my gosh. So we started playing a few gigs, and then Mike ended up leaving our band and going and being a band called Mad at the World. I don't know if you've ever heard oh of them. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I've heard of them. Yes, of course. <laughs> so yeah. Mike, Mike went on to be in Mad at the World, and Rod, oh. was, hanging out. Yeah. Rod was hanging out with us, and uh, um, he was you know, he was an awesome guy. I mean, we fight, but we love each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you'll notice... But uh, so we got we we you know when Rod came in the band he just it was it was solid yeah. it, was, it was and then we did the Love Life album so that's kind of the career but since then I've yeah. done you know I've done a bunch of stuff in the, in hiatus when when Love Life I mean when Fear Not yep. took a hiatus for you know I've been a, a worship pastor I've been um, doing I do worship mostly every week yeah um, either on guitar or drums and and just you know. Playing in bands, country bands, top forty bands, tribute bands. You know, any any time I get a chance to go out and play, I, I try to do it as long as it's not too uh, too dark and and you know something that I don't agree with. So, yeah, how many albums has Fear Not got together? Three, is it? Larry, um, a Fear Not itself. Um, we've got one album with it, and then. Uh, yep. An EP. An EP, that's it. So, And then you're working on a new one, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. And Chris, tell us about your... You, how long have you been with the band, Chris? Well, uh... Beginning. From the start. Eh? <laughs> yeah. So all four, all four of you have been with it basically from the beginning. That's good. Um, yeah. Tell us about your um, other bands. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I... Uh, growing up in Colorado, again... Um, you just play out wherever you could, man, in high school, yeah. you know, you'd end up playing in backyards and yeah. out and, uh, man, sometimes they'd have things where you'd get like a flatbed truck and set up out in somebody's, yeah. you know, somebody's ranch and play. And, uh, then I started doing the club scene a little bit, started really getting involved in rock and roll, decided to further myself. And I moved out to Hollywood mm-hmm. to go to GIT and that was coming from Colorado to Hollywood at that time was like landing on a different planet. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Just, you know, and I, I stuck for a year and just 
really wasn't feeling it and then came back to, to Colorado, got in a band and mm -hmm. we started getting a lot of traction and we're, we're talking to the labels at the time yeah. and they were just like, listen, we can't really do it, do anything with you guys in Colorado. So you're gonna have to move out to Los Angeles. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> packed my bags, <clears throat> headed out back out there again for round two. Wow. And at that point I was playing the Hollywood circuit a lot and just getting involved in stuff. But I started meeting people yeah. and I felt like at this point, man, God was really pulling on my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I was raised as you know, in the, in the Episcopal church, mm -hmm. which I'd always had a basic belief in God, but I never had a personal one-on-one -on -one relationship. Yeah. And once I started doing some soul searching, I started really seeing God's footprints and all the things he's done in my life and really made me start to question. And at this point, this is when like you had like what everybody was talking about, man, you, you know, there was a new scene coming up with all these Christians getting out and playing these clubs. And yeah. I just started meeting people mm -hmm. and I ended up meeting a, a pet. It's a long story, but I ended up meeting <laughs> this pastor that just kind of, changed my life yeah and i ended up going to his church and getting involved <clears throat> with the christian scene and just went right back out again and started playing the hollywood clubs and gaining traction and that's i think that's initially maybe where you know gary rod and larry were where we kind of had crossed paths a few times like yeah. you know it, it was very easy at that point because you were there's so many people you know like you know, I was really good friends with the guys in Holy Soldier, and yeah. uh, there was just like a, a bunch of people out there playing. And at, man, there was one point where I remember one night, and I, I think I was playing. I'm pretty sure that Love Life was playing, but it was like at each club on the Sunset Strip, there was a Christian band playing that night. Wow! And it was just one of those things where it was just like, I mean, even the Troubadour. There's yeah. like six six clubs. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, wow. That was really a phenomenal time. But yeah. anyways, that's about where, you know, I, I ended up meeting them at a, uh, I was just about to move back to Colorado again. Yeah. And I met Larry and Gary at, at the NAMM show and we mm -hmm. just started talking, man, and, and just really hit it off. Larry got me some tapes of the, the stuff that, uh, you know, that they were working on, which mm -hmm. would later come out to be the fear not stuff and i yeah. was like man i'm i'm definitely on board with this so it was a it was a really good thing that's awesome so who's the who's the uh, songwriter in the band or you all that take turns larry larry okay <laughs> larry yeah and uh who who's um who produced your uh two albums or ep and album uh, the the actual Fear Not album was produced by uh, John and Dino Elefante. Okay, yes. Uh, on Pachyderm. I think we know and, them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and we had uh, two amazing engineers on that, um, J.R. McNeely and mm -hmm. Doug Biden. Yep. Um, and, man, they just, you know, they brought out the best in us for sure. Yeah. You know, um, and then... Uh, and then in the EP, which, you know, 25 years later, yeah, yeah <laughs> um, I know. Yes. They hook up, I, and, and it's a total <clears throat> God thing, yeah. you know, because, um, 
uh, we would have never have crossed paths with these people, but somehow God had brought us together. And we we uh, hooked up with a, a producer here in Oklahoma, which is, well, he's now in Minnesota, but he was here in Oklahoma yeah. um, when we first met. And, uh, and his name's uh, Kyle Simpson. Yeah. And we went over to his Simpson Studios over here in Oklahoma. And uh, the guy is, uh, he's just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. Um, so Kyle Simpson uh, produced the EP. And who's working with you now or who's going to be with you for the next album? Uh, Kyle. Great. Yeah, we're, Good. we're doing everything Great. remotely. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. That makes it so interesting, you know. You can do everything <laughs> wherever wherever you are. I mean, I'm in Richmond, British Columbia, talking to you guys. <laughs> we didn't oh, wow. To be, I know. So from Canada to the USA, all over the world. Uh, we do so incredible things now, and God's using it. So it's uh, just wonderful. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> so... Let's hear about some of your favorite songs. Um, anybody at all uh, that uh, you do together? What's your favorite song to play? Um, uh, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, you love them um, all as your own. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> um, favorite. Gosh, I. You know, I would have to say I have a couple. Yep. You know, um, I love to play We Have a God. Yes, yeah, yep. my favorite. And, and then uh, and then off the EP, um, Don't Want None, Yes, uh, I love to play. Yeah, so Those are my probably a couple of my favorites. Yeah, we, favorites. we play them a lot on the station, so there you go. I, I knew you'd probably pick those two uh, great tunes. Um, anyone else jump in with that one? Or is that all in, that's basically it? I, I, I like... The newer stuff, yeah, that that, that's, that we're that, yeah. that we're doing that that no one's heard, and that have you um, haven't yeah. played a hundred times already. <laughs> well, no, 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 not that. I just, I, no. I just like like the the new writing style that yeah, that Chris, and Chris is is it just a not just a. I mean, Larry's the ultimately the songwriter, but Eddie and Chris, yeah, um, are the are the you know the salt and pepper and the steak sauce and. They're yes. the, they they come up with licks and and mm -hmm. Eddie comes up with amazing vocals and lyrics. So I mean, the new stuff though that Larry's writing, he just wrote a song. Can I say it, Larry? No. Yeah. What? No. He no. just wrote. He, <laughs> he wrote a song called "Lay It Down" and it's not even yeah. laid down yet, but right. it's 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 so good. <clears throat> Is it it's blues? So Is it blues? Sounds like it must be blues. It's, it's... Yeah, it's a it's a Tesla esque, for oh. lack of a better term. Yeah. Type. Uh, you know, 80s ballad Love into it. just yeah. arena rock sound. Just it's it's phenomenal. Great, yeah. huge huge vocals. Huge. I'm sure Chris is going to make the guitar parts amazing. So, oh, that's uh, yeah, we may be even cutting those today or tomorrow. <laughs> Terrific, yeah, actually, yeah. that's funny because I was working on it last night mm -hmm. and just thinking about just everything that's going on in that song, and yeah. it's just one of those things where when you're just sitting there and quietly listening to a song, you can constantly hear things that are supposed to be there. Yeah. And the one thing that's really interesting that has always been interesting with this band is the chemistry. Yes. Mm -hmm. I can and tell that. Yes. I got to tell you, it's just like, we all know uh -huh. where stuff's supposed to go. Yeah. And Larry even, you know, it's funny cause he sent over the initial rough of this song 
uh-huh. and there's like a little lick where I'm just like, I heard it and I just started laughing because I'm just like, if he wouldn't have put that down there, I would have totally put that same <laughs> lick almost. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. it's just one of those things where yeah. we just know where stuff's supposed to go. So it mm-hmm. it's really flows very, very easily. And I'll tell a story real quick about yeah. Eddie yeah. and how he knew. So when we were do- initially doing the uh, For the Wounded Heart, mm-hmm. um, we were you know we had five songs down we we're going to do a, a six song and uh we were going to do a remake yeah. and there was a couple of remakes <clears throat> we were talking about kicking around yeah and uh larry and gary i, I think rod had gone back to the hotel or something and and we yeah. went back over to larry's house and just started talking and just like man by the way gary i can hear your drumsticks there <laughs> go ahead sorry there we're, Chris. we're cleaning ahead. dishes yeah, uh, <laughs> doing dishes or something back there. He's the only one. He's the only one. Oh, and he's doing his kick drum now. He's the only one who's doing anything. That's cause oh man. You see the little thing beeping away there. <laughs> oh, that wasn't me. That wasn't you, me, Ron. It, it screens don't lie. I can see right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Derek, Chris. We're listening. <laughs> but uh, we just came. We came over to Larry's house, man. I had some ideas. Yeah. Which would turn out to be don't want none right and we just sat there and started just like working on this thing and kicking ideas around and came into Kyle the next day uh-huh. and we were right in the middle I was right in the middle of recording uh, you know almost done with like the initial rhythm track of everything and we we kind of had everything together and uh um man I'm losing my trend of thought here hey, sorry hey, uh, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still absolutely. Uh, Eddie walked in <clears throat> yeah. and uh, sat down, and he's like listening, and he's on his phone, and just like you know, looks like he's just playing with his phone and stuff. And I'm just like you know, recording the parts and looking over, and says, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. And all of a sudden, he puts his hand up and just goes, "Stop, stop, stop." He goes, and it was like one of those things. He's like, "Dude, set up the mics, man. I've got, I've got the song written. Uh-huh. I've got, I've got the chorus." Yeah. So. um Kyle set up a mic, man. He came in there and sang the chorus, and our jaws were on the floor. Yeah. And that's one of those things where sometimes you really have to work on things, and other times it just flows out of you, and it's, man, it's a God thing, Mm -hmm. but it's also chemistry. Yes, And it's just like at that point, it's just like, that's our guy. God-given talent. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's just got a phenomenal God-given talent. Yeah. All of these guys do. I mean, it's just, you know, but that was just a fun story. Yeah, it sure shows, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, Sometimes I lose my train of thought because my iPad uh, jumps all over the place with the questions. Um, So you've told us about your recording process. Um, Do you prefer? Well, right now I'm sure everybody would rather be playing live because nobody is or not often. Uh, What's your preference, anybody, uh, studio or live? Live. Yeah. Live, bit of both, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I, mean, I love the studio, but I also like to get on stage. I think so. so. It's both for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to cast both for me too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, once we get into things, uh, hopefully, we get to see you guys play live soon, very soon. Uh, up and come up to Canada. You know, I never. We, we never, love to. We never see. Yeah. Any, we never see anything up here anymore. It's been ages. Uh, well, we I don't need even, to make that happen. Yeah, we'll have to work on that. 
Um, for sure. Once the things, once the, once these border restrictions are go, gone, I'll, I'll talk to some people, see what we can do. Okay, okay. memorable gigs, since we're talking about gigs. Um, funny events or stories from gigs, it's always fun. Uh, start with Rod. Uh, well, fun, fun, you know, there's, there's a couple that are come to mind that were really fun, but I think probably the most odd one I, I will, I will share on the odd ones. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we had a, a gig offered in Lancaster, which is up here, uh, you know, <laughs> north of LA. Okay. And, Lancaster, know, so California. Have, Mr. Bill yeah. used to live there. He could probably tell go. us. He might have been yeah. at this gig for all I know. I would not be surprised. <clears> I think he, he actually was. Set it up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so we we knew we had a gig and yeah. um, some outdoor venue, and we showed up, and you know, there's nothing you don't you don't see a stage you don't see anything so you just kind of look normal stuff that you see around there's a parking lot there's Uh cars and then there's a you know a big semi park on the side and you're thinking like where where is the venue what what, what's going on Mm -hmm. okay so where where do we play yeah and somebody pointed out and says see that big flatbed semi over there like that's the stage (laughs) and we were like okay uh so we we set our stuff and uh we we started playing it was uh, it was windy and and cold i think it was windy and cold at that time i kid you not i i even playing myself yeah. I broke a bass string playing that gig. Did you drive around the parking lot as well? <laughs> might as well. Would it might have as well probably, have been. Yeah. So, so that was the odd one. Yeah. So can I add to that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it, there was a semi-flatbed truck. So you know how, how high a, a flatbed semi is off yes. the ground. Yeah. And then there was no drum riser. What they did oh, was no. they brought in a they brought in a flatbed pickup truck, <laughs> and they they built a six foot, um, probably seven foot, on top of the flatbed riser, <laughs> and said, "There's your drum stage." So the drum it was just big enough to fit my drum set on. Oh no! And literally, when I was sitting on the on the back of the truck, I was looking down at about ten or twelve feet straight down behind me, and I, we started to sound check, and they didn't. They didn't ha- even like think about. Hey, sh- trucks have shocks on them. Oh no! So every time I moved, the truck bounced. So finally, they, they they had to go and they had to go and block the shocks off and put it like jack up the truck so that it was sta- semi stable. And when the wind started to blow, my symbols were were vertical. <laughs> My symbols were literally vertical, and I had to like punch at them. It was yeah. the scariest, scariest thing ever. <laughs> so that was, and and come to find out, it was actually a beer garden. Yeah. So it was a good good ministry, and yes. we actually played with a really cool band called Electric. Oh yeah. I don't know if oh, you yeah. Electric with a. I guess the guy mm-hmm. is one of the bass players, Tracy Ferries. He's now in uh, in is he in four? No, he's not. He's in Boston. He's in a, Boston. Oh, wow. yeah, he's in Boston. So, yeah, 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 that was an amazing band to watch. And I bet you guys so. sounded great, though. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> oh boy, anyone top that, or is that? The, that... <laughs> I, I don't That's know. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Sorry. Well, that, no, that 
you know, I mean, I don't even know if I could say this on the air, but we'll be careful. You know, we, we played this one place out. It was out in the desert again. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember, but it was, it was with the band Love Life at the time. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I think Guns N' Roses had, had just come through, you mm-hmm. know, so, yeah. uh, um, it was an outside show again and you know people were just hollering screaming i don't even know how we got this thing i you know just i, I don't know somehow gary do you remember and and no. you remember because i mean you know there was a, so much alcohol involved and i'm like what are we even doing here yeah, you know and because yeah. every time we would play a song <clears throat> and end the song i just remember this one particular person up at the front of the stage, yeah, and and I mean, she definitely had a few too many, yeah. And every time we would end, she would just scream, "Play Guns N' Roses, Freebird, Freebird." I was gonna say, yeah, that. <laughs> but, but I mean, it was so crazy. And again, I'm not even <clears throat> sure I should share this, but you know, about three songs in, yeah, or or after you know, three songs of "Play Guns N' Roses." It's like we end this one song, and next thing I look down, and no. he's got this, like, No, no. I was like, can't you see how sweaty I am? Oh, no. And I'm like, what in the world? Okay, this is, this is lucky. Oh, we're out of here. here. Luckily, yeah. it wasn't, it, you know, it was still clothing. But yes. it was just crazy. It was yeah. just like, different, what's happening right different now? Different crowd. But that was my craziest, weirdest experience, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's wild, <laughs> wild stuff. I'm sorry for sharing that. <laughs> no, it's okay. It just, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> I had a but, feeling. But you, you know what? We still, we still, we used to say, you know, the the Bible always talks about yes. Whenever, whenever Jesus went, there was the crowd. There was That's, a crowd. There was yes. And so we always, we always, that was what kind of our our thought process was. Hey, we need to make sure they know Jesus is yeah. here. These are the people you want to reach. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, how many times absolutely. do we play in a church, right? Mm-hmm. Right. We're gonna play to the people who need to hear this. So that's yeah. exactly right. right. And I, and yeah. I I think we even had a chance to talk to a lot of people that night. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know? We always did. Yeah. So. No, that's awesome. So, what initiated the new album? I guess uh, the fact you wanted to put out a, a full album after an EP. Um, I would guess um hell it's been a top two years since the ep it's been 25 years or more since the first album so what initiated the thought on the new album and tell us a little bit about it well i i could say from from for yeah you know for me i think that we when we when we first got back together after 25 years to do the you know the the released when they released um the fear not on vinyl yeah and talking with bill rocks and and yeah we just just to condense it we didn't have the internet 25 years ago we had no idea of the impact that our band had when they put out that 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 um vinyl right we started getting a lot of um testimonials from people who whose lives had been um, affected by our music, mm-hmm. and we got together um, prior to Eddie, and and just jammed in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and it was like it was like we got in a car to drive to the gig, and it was like we'd never 
we'd never been apart. Wow. Um, we just have, all of us have felt like this is what God wants us to do. And believe mm-hmm. me, yeah. we get beat up and we get, we feel like we're a fake band because we don't, you know, it's really hard. The world is so big. Yeah. And so you, you know, you have to realize that one person represents maybe a thousand people. That's right. So we don't know how, how many fans we have. We don't know how many, but, but the fans that we've talked to and that have sent us messages and from all over the world, by the way, yeah. um, we, we have realized that God has still has something for us to do. Absolutely. And so, I mean, there really doesn't need to be anything else to said. I mean, it's, it's basically God has, confirmed in all of our hearts that we're not supposed to quit right and so um and and you know with with eddie in the band he mm-hmm. fills that part of us that was that was um was kind of lacking or i wouldn't say lacking but was was that we needed to to oh. keep going so yeah. that's 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 a fair assessment gary cause, yeah you know um we with just my condition we were lacking yeah you know yeah so, well that's fair yeah and eddie yeah. of course is your, your new vocalist right correct right yeah yeah and so i say i think with that 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 kind of pushed us and believe yes. me we uh we were we're on the you know we're on the verge of of you know we're all rod is a, a very successful businessman mm-hmm. um you know i have a full-time job larry's has a full-time job yeah um you know, Chris has been a touring musician, and he'll tell you about that, I'm sure. But he's been, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's never been out of the game. Yeah. But you know, from what he tells us, and he'll confirm this or not, but he he feels like this is what God wants him to do. Yeah. And so, I, I think yeah. I think our lives are our lives are carrying forward. We're all, you know, we're not young men anymore, mm-hmm. but we're also not done. No, so, we're not done. I'm not done either. <laughs> so yeah, I know what you mean. So I think I think with that said, that's kind of the inspiration for. Yeah. Um, and and if you listen to the, the lyrics in the album, they come from you know they come from a a, a real life place. Yeah. And so is. I think I think that's always been um, the band's heart. We, we you know we we have sang songs like we have a God, but we also have songs about you know the trials and tribulations of life, and yeah. that God's always there. So yes, yeah, that's. And we're lo- we're loving the fact that you're introducing us to Canada. Well, it's we're actually we're all over the world. Actually, this internet That's radio, awesome. yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have a lot of listeners. Can you guess where most of our listeners are from? We can kind of Michigan. No, Philippines. <laughs> yeah, oh wow! Yeah, so it, I mean, it, we have people all over uh, emailing us and and uh, you know responding from all over the world. So it's it's pretty cool. And yes, it's like awesome. a, it's it's all we're all part of this and resurgence of uh, classic Christian rock is what we call classic classic Christian rock radio. So um, that is- I think like you touched on these uh, the re-releases, remasters of older albums, and you're surprised, yeah, because a lot of us lost these CDs at somebody's house and are so happy to be able to get them again. So that yeah. you know, Rock's Records and all the others putting out the the remasters or re-releases. It's great, and it's a resurgence of. Uh, I guess it's the only music scene we have because there's not many uh, Christian bookstores around anymore. At least in Canada, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> mine are all gone. I used to have four or five to go to and make the rounds, and 
and drag the kids along and look at CDs and records, and they're not there anymore. So it's yeah, all on the yeah, internet. Sure. It's all uh, by mail order, but uh, we're liking it. So yeah, we are Funny. so thankful. We are so thankful for uh, Bill Rocks. Yeah. Give him a shout out for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, funny stories before, like yeah. before we ever got together or anything, um, Larry and I started contacting each other and, and mm-hmm. one of the catalysts for the, my calling Larry was, I saw a, a fear not record on eBay sell for a hundred dollars. Oh my. Yeah. Or it was a CD still in the package. Original. Plastic wrap. Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so, like, insane. they can get a better deal at uh, Rocks Records, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, on your website, re- too, right? You have a website, of course, I'm sure, with uh, everything available there, too. Yeah. Or, as Gentlemen. they say, streaming platforms everywhere, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, hate to, uh, I hate to interrupt, yeah. but I just got an emergency call. My wife's car broke down. Okay, you, I'm- Chris, you go take care of that, and we'll pray everything's okay for you. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, okay, Chris. Kind of panic. Thanks for so, doing this. Take care, buddy. Man, it is my honor, and thank you so much. And guys, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Yeah. Okay, bye. Right, talk to you again, Chris. Peace. Take care, buddy. Okay. He gone. He's gone there. Um, <clears throat> was I going to touch on? Yeah, I'm just happy. I, there's been some criticism lately. Uh, where are these remasters coming from for different bands? And is it is it original tape? Well, a lot of those original tapes are gone, nowhere to be seen. So to yeah. get anything redone is probably a bonus, and and so they sound better. <laughs> What's you know, um, not going to speak too much about that, but I think it's just people are excited that they can get music that they've lost or haven't known or forgot about or never knew. I mean, I'm discovering yeah. bands I didn't even know existed now. From the late 90s, when I stopped listening to a lot of music, Christian music, for whatever reason, and um, going, how come I never heard of these guys, you know, or this guy or this band? And I think Mm -hmm. that's what's exciting. It's good to reintroduce uh, older groups, and I love it when groups like you are still going or going again. It's just amazing and awesome. So, Jeff, um, just real quick, I don't know if anybody, if you have have or have heard the... uh, remastered love life record the very first record we did no i haven't but we need to get it so if you get that i is it the cd or is it the record larry that has the demo on it i think they both do Hmm. so on the on that on that record yeah bill rocks took i had i had a a demo of love life of all of our you know early 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 like some of the songs were like five yeah. minutes long, yeah. and, and it, it, it had been sitting in my closet for for thirty years. Yeah, and uh, he took it and he baked it. Yeah, and he put those bonus tracks on that album. Amazing. So there's like four or five demo songs on that album. See, that's worth it. That's worth it alone. The bonus yeah. tracks you can get, you know, uh, that's terrific. I've, we have so to get just a little plug one. for that album. Yeah, we'll get that one on for sure. That's good. <clears throat> okay, so now, <laughs> uh, let's see here. I we talked talked a little bit about um, how how has the pandemic affected you guys? It, there's no touring right now, or is it? St- I'm not sure. In the states, things seem to be opening up a bit more. 
Um, are you able to play anywhere? Is that even thought of right now? Or are you going to give that a rest for a little bit just till things settle down and uh, record? Now we actually have a show coming up uh, yeah. here in Oklahoma um, uh, next month, actually. Great. November 6th. Yeah, yeah November 6th. Okay. But, you know, for the most part, um, we're, we're concentrating on, you know, just trying to finish up the, the yeah. record. But mm-hmm. um, it's definitely opening up and, and yeah. a lot of our a lot of our peers and friends and stuff are are actually out playing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, there's definitely that opportunity coming. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, I, I, you know, I hope we can even get up north. Well, even oh. if you can get to Seattle, that's good for me. I yeah. get down there in an hour. So um, awesome. <clears throat> that would be good. I just barely, I, I'm still regretting it. The last, uh, bef- just before they shut the borders and pandemic and everything, Bloodgood had done a concert and I was going to go and didn't go. Uh, two good reasons I didn't go. There was a big snowstorm that night and people were stuck on the freeway, but I still wished I'd gone because it probably would, it would have been a, a good memorable time to have before I wasn't yeah. going to concerts for a while. So. so let's uh just hope and pray this all happens and we get back to normal whatever normal is (laughs) yeah you know it's different here because i mean um the borders are different we're u.s citizens are coming here but we're not able to come down there yet so for whatever reason and even the even the sports teams are affected there's certain players can't go (laughs) to play until they're vaccinated it's it's uh it's hairy but um yeah. Not going to get political, but all I do is pray that it, God will be in this and take care of things, and uh, we'll be back to what we love. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm time-dating this. This interview can be heard anywhere from now to eternity, so people will know it was done in 2022, is it? <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> I forget what year it is. <laughs> 2021. Yeah. yeah. Literally, I, f- I thought it was 2022 the other day for some reason because 2020 <laughs> was such a blur. Just jump way ahead. Okay, so let's hear a little bit about um, what you do when you're not doing music. So, Rod, you want to start with that one? Uh, sure. Uh, I, um, as Larry, uh, Gary had mentioned, uh, I own a uh, my own business. And uh, talking about, you know, being open and, and things moving around. Yeah. Things are kind of open for me. I, I have to travel. I, I yeah. work with um, uh, homeless shelters, Christian organizations yeah. uh, uh, around the country yeah. uh, in, in doing their, their fundraising. Mm-hmm. So I, I am on the road probably every other week, a couple yeah. times a month. Uh, and I've been, you know, I've been doing that since uh, pretty much, I think, 2020. There was a few months, uh, March and maybe November, that I didn't really, really didn't do anything. Yeah. So that helped me in terms of my business. But I, yeah. like I said, you know, Gary had mentioned, you know, we we are doing this or I'm doing this particularly not because of, you know, of money or anything. Right. I've been blessed and yeah. I've been, you know thankful that that i you know i work for myself and, and mm-hmm. i've been blessed financially that i need to 
do anything for for money or anything. If, yeah. if anything, it's an it's an investment uh, investment for me to do this, and and I'm I'm glad to do it. So, yeah. I, I stay busy mostly <clears throat> with that. And yeah. you know, the downside of it is, you know, I don't get I don't get to play as much, or I don't get to uh, you know practice at home, or you know, like working on this record, doing some things like that. Yeah, uh, I do play on cover bands locally here mm-hmm. with, with friends, and that's just kind of a, a weekend fun that I can have when yeah. we're not doing a gig or we're not doing anything like that. So I stay busy primarily with with my job, with work, but then I do uh, you know cover bands on the weekends, and that still just kind of keeps me playing and, and keeps me doing something. Very cool, Larry. What are you um, up to there? There you go. Well, uh, you know for for actual living um you know i work for a uh uh construction uh equipment company yep um and uh you know i've been a a manager for for them for quite a quite a number of years now probably i think i'm going on 15 years with this company yeah um but uh other than that you know um i i love to ride motorcycles Mm -hmm. um and uh, uh, I, I, I belong to uh, a motorcycle ministry. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the bike a lot. And, uh, um, you know, I love spending time with my family. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, I got, yeah. I've got, uh, I've got grandkids <clears throat> that, I, that I love to yeah. be around. And, yeah. uh, you know, but, uh, you know, um, I, I uh, do martial arts. Yep. So mm-hmm. I just was talking to my son the other day that I want to start um, uh, doing instructional videos. You know, I yeah. I, had, I got my black belt in Sansu like in 2001. Wonderful. And then started teaching. So, you know, I, I haven't done that in a while. But, you yeah. know, that's, that's something that I also love to do, you know. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, and then I spend, I do spend a lot of time in the studio with uh, recording other people. Great. So, yeah. So, so I, if anybody's looking for a recording, they can contact you. That's a good one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Any, any musicians out there wanting to do an album or a demo? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Larry. Yeah, I, yep. I, I, I'm going <clears> to <throat> plug a, a, a good friend right now. Cause we're, yes, go for it. Right yes. Now. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Jamie Gizinski, mm-hmm. um from uh, the band Cardia Complex. Okay. Um, he just put out a single. Um, Featuring Larry Worley. Really? Okay. And, uh, you know, and then uh, a few others that come in and, and I get to record it. And uh, honestly, uh, you know, it's just something that I love to do and just help people out who may not have the opportunity to to be able or can't afford to go in somewhere yeah you know um uh so um it it keeps me pretty busy but yeah but uh i i know uh they're blessed by it and i get blessed by it you know so yeah uh, it's it's cool that's great gary what about you when you're not banging around in the background (laughs) yeah i'm so sorry (laughs) 
Man, I'm, okay. I'm in trouble, huh? Such a my, okay. my, my headphones were kind of giving me a bad time. It's all right, though, because I, I used to do interviews backstage at concerts, and you couldn't help. You had people yelling, okay, let's get this on, go, you know, all yeah. in the background. Yeah. So it's a treat to be able to do these ones, and basically that's not happening. But uh, thanks for adding the atmosphere for us. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Gary. What do you do when you're not playing uh, drums and, and being with Fear Not? Well, I a couple of things. I I'm in educate. I'm in the education space. Yeah. I uh, I I've for the last eleven, twelve years, I've I've sold software as a service yep. to educational institutions mm-hmm. um, throughout the world. Actually. Yeah. Um, as same with Rod as I've I've before pre-pandemic i was traveling about 150 days a, a year wow um selling software yeah. um i am i am part of a worship team yeah. um at my church that i play almost every week mm-hmm. um in one capacity or another whether it's singing guitar yeah uh, drums yeah um and so that that keeps me super busy mm-hmm. and you know i i also I'm an avid surfer, so I like to oh, I like to yeah. spend a lot of time or <clears throat> time at the beach and in the water. There you go. So those are kind of my my things. Yeah. Um, I kind of as Rod does now. I, I I was doing a lot of cover cover stuff, but yeah, the last couple of years, obviously the last year I took off. But, yeah. But, you know, it. My wife always asked me the question, "What's the what's the you know what's the the how is this going to help?" you know what even what's the ministry aspect of going yeah. out and playing playing in a club or something yeah it keeps and, you straight yeah and so <clears throat> i ask that question myself sometimes yeah and so i i try to limit my playing to you know playing with with uh my my buddies that i grew up with since i was 12 so yeah that's pretty much my extent of what i do very cool yeah 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 <clears throat> okay so Kind of the last part of this would be what would you have been doing if you never got into music? Would you would you see yourself doing today? Go with you, uh, Gary. Gary, go ahead. Uh, I don't know what I would hit. I would be hitting something. Hitting something, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably be kung fu like Larry. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I can't. I can't honestly, <clears throat> Jeff. I I can't imagine it. Yeah, because I think I, it molds I, everything else we do. Even if it's something nothing music related, uh, it kind of k- makes us who we are, really, right? As yeah, I know. I know people who have quit playing. You know, yeah, that, that, yeah. And 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 I'm like, what? How, yeah. how do you how, how do you do how do you do that? <laughs> yeah, I, know. I couldn't. I couldn't do it either. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I honestly, Jeff, I'm going to ask answer that as yeah. Like, I I can't. I mean, I would probably still be doing all. All the same stuff, but I'd probably be really sad and really yeah. um, not. I, I don't know. I can't. I, that's a, that's an interesting like, question. Unthinkable, isn't it? it basically, God yeah. gave us music for a reason. So, mm-hmm. well, I could definitely see myself doing kung fu. Yeah, yeah. I I, could, I would love to have a studio <clears throat> and, and teach. Yes, for sure. Yeah, but you'd have no music going, would you? <laughs> in the background <laughs> yeah, yeah there yeah. yeah i would probably have quite a bit of music going <laughs> yeah for, for sure for sure kung, kung fu fighting <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know someone said that to you before i'm sure rod rod what would you be doing 
Uh, I don't know. I, riding bulls. Riding bulls. Well, I wasn't going to go well, there. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, probably not necessarily. I mean, as a living in a farm, you yeah. know, you're always a kid and you always do stupid things. And yes, I did get on a bull a few times. And, yeah, uh, it was it was fun. I don't know that I would be doing that for a career, but right. but I did uh, I did love the the outdoor part of it. I, I love the you know, getting up in the morning and feeding the livestock, feeding the yeah. horses. So I, 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 I had a passion for horses primarily. Yeah. So I think, and, and I'm actually not far from potentially beginning to, uh, consider getting into that and, and more for just my own personal fun. But I think, uh, I love quarter horses and I mm -hmm. love, you know, ranching. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, I'd probably be more involved doing that, uh, quarter horses primarily, mm. and you know some of the other, you know, bulls and, and or cattle, whatever. Some terrific. ranching would probably would have been something that I would have been pursuing more. Yeah, that's terrific. Okay, so anyone can jump in on this one. Uh, what advice would you give to new musicians? Like we talked right from the start from mentoring, and you all had somebody who encouraged you into music. What would you say to new musicians today? Don't do it. Don't do it? No. <laughs> no. no. Um, gosh, you know, it's it's so different. Yeah. Um, these days than it was when everything was analog and, yeah. you know, um, so, and, and nowadays it's like, you know, uh, these kids that are coming up and when I say kids, I mean, these, some of these kids are so young and, and could play circles around me. Yeah. You know, it's like, so I would probably be going to them going, hey, can you give me some advice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the talent that comes up these days is just incredible. Yes. I, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. But, you yeah. know. Um, is it too easy for them now? Like, did, did everything's computerized, generated, and they don't really need to learn how to play guitar that well? Is it too easy? Oh, no, man. I I think it's easier for them to learn because of all okay. the, the yeah the, the content yeah. out there. Yeah, that's yeah, how my son learned online. He picked up tabs and sat with his guitar in front of the computer, yeah. and mm -hmm. and uh, was learning how to play from whatever. He look up his favorite band there and see what they mm -hmm. had, and and so yeah. it can be a, a good marriage together. For sure. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff, I would I would. Uh, Tell them what my mom told me. Yes, I said. I said, Mom, when I grow up, I want to be a musician. And she said, Son, you can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> I was thought it was either going to go with that one, or you're going to say. So instead of a being a musician, I decided to be a drummer. <laughs> oh, oh, ouch! No, that I'm a drummer. Yep. So I have to ask you before we go anywhere. What uh, what kind of drums do you have there? Me? Yes. Uh, I'm a DW be a guy oh cool yeah they're great yeah I and, a, I, and I and i just yep go ahead i have a pearl decade maple that i've got Ooh, five years beautiful. ago for my 60th birthday so i'm very proud nice. of them and every time i get a, a facebook page update i call it my drum anniversary. <laughs> so, <Nice. laughs> so nice. yeah so, so I'm happy with those. yeah go so ahead. 
I have to do a shameless plug. Go I'm for also it. endorsed. I'm endorsed by a new a new symbol company out yep. of Australia uh-huh. called Red Symbols. I highly suggest those for any uh, any um, churches or, mm-hmm. or low volume uh, venues that 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 you might play. They're amazing for that. They also have a traditional series that I use that sound phenomenal. Wow! So I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah, red symbols, and and they're also a, a Christian-owned company. Right on. Well, that's so, always a bonus. So, so we'll look at. They have a website, obviously. So yeah, red symbols. Red symbols. All you need to know, folks, mm-hmm. drummers out there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <clears throat> so we talked a lot about everything. I think some of the questions merged into one. That's awesome. Um, any final thoughts, guys? This has absolutely been wonderful. Really appreciate this. Uh, any final thoughts? Let's go around the room here, the chat room. <laughs> uh, Rod, any final thoughts from you? Uh, just, you know, thankful that, you know, as we have kind of said throughout the interview, we, when we, when the fear not first round, if you will, ended, we felt like, you know, this was the end of, it was a fun ride and, yeah. and, and what we were aware of the, yeah. the impact that we had is just what we knew. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, as, as you know, we were saying earlier when social media and people started coming out of everywhere from all over the world, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the, I, and, and we, we have built uh, relationships from people and, you know, Argentina, since mm-hmm. I speak Spanish, I get yep. a lot of those. Terrific. And, and, yeah. and that, to me, it's a lot, even the impact that that we had, our music had, and, and those people that don't even, you know, speak English, but they love Christian music and they understand that part of it. Yes. So just uh, the impact that, that that our music had goes beyond what we knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And it's great that, you know, those people from from then in the you know early 90s still like us and still talk about our album how great it was mm-hmm. and at the same time they're supporting the new stuff that we're doing so yeah it, it's just a kind of a you know i guess reaffirmation that what we're doing is is what god wants us to do because it's it's touching people's lives it's fun for us to play to write to record to do all that yeah but ultimately the people that are listening to it and being ministered to is is that's that's what matters to me those are the things that are cool to you know thinking that it was it was over in the 90s and it is it's it's far from over i think god still has Lots you know, of significant plans for us. You bet. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Gary. Um, I, I d- double what Rod said. Yeah. You know, I, I, we got a, you know, I, I, the other morning I was just really, really down and, and all of a sudden I get this email from a guy in Australia. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and it's just, it just, floored me and i was trying to read it out loud to my wife and i started bawling and, uh, and i was just like you know this is cool this is this yeah. is what it's about yes. and, and it's really hard to um you know being a christian guy being a being a you know walking the right way is super hard yeah and but it, but it's also super rewarding and yes. worth the fight it's worth the fight sure is. and um i guess beyond that i would have to just say go dodgers 
Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sure Mr. Bill will agree with that too. <laughs> He's a big baseball fan and from California. So there you go. Awesome. And uh, Larry, you get the last word. Awesome. <clears throat> Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> go for it. So, um, you know, I just want to say how thankful I am, uh, for everything, you know, because, you know, um, sometimes we we give social media such a hard rap, you know, but um, it's it's been uh, such a cool thing to be able to connect with people that you would never be able to connect with, you know. Yeah. Uh, hence, yeah. being able to to sit here and talk with you yeah Jeff, exactly it's awesome yeah um and that that you would even be interested in talking to knuckleheads <laughs> like us always know? yeah but, yeah but uh you know um it's been it's been great the past few years to to get together with my brothers again and to be able to create and and make music again uh but i'll tell you um where the rubber meets the road, man, uh, it really has nothing to do with the five of us, you know, um, other than the fact that God has brought us together for a purpose. Yeah. And, um, and we are so humbled and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, excited and, you know, um, man, it's just great that, that he still has work for us to do. You know, and I just don't want to take anything for granted. And and I would hope that anybody listening would not, especially in, in times like this, would not take anything for granted. Yeah. But would just um, embrace um, what's going on. And 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 if there's any struggle happening, you know, for whatever reason, any mm -hmm. anything, yeah. man, um, I'm telling you, uh, um, just look to christ yeah. you know yeah. um uh he is he is the reason that we're here uh he is the reason that we do what we do um and uh, uh he never leaves us nor forsakes us man so um yeah. you know uh you know just don't take anything for granted you know and just love one another and and keep pushing on don't give up amen to that well, hey, hey Jeff. Yes, sir. Jeff, can I can can I say one more thing? Absolutely. Since Larry gets always gets the last word, I'm <laughs> okay, Gary. Yes. No, I like Larry's last words because they're always <laughs> Christ-centered and yeah. and focused on the real real reason. And with that said, um, I think that there's a misconception sometimes about uh, bands like Fear Not and uh -huh. other. I don't know about other bands, but Fear Not. We're as Rod alluded to. We're not. Um, rock stars no. we're normal guys that work normal jobs that do normal things yeah. and i think a lot of people when they go to think about booking a band or they love fear not and, and even as you said hey let's that'd be great if fear not could come out out to the northwest yeah um we we can come out and we're not we're not um a million dollar band we're not a band of i mean we need we need to have a you know quality equipment when we mm -hmm. get there and we need to have yeah. a stage to play on but yeah but we're not you know i think 
people might hesitate to to think about bringing us out to their church or to their to their local bar or to wherever it is that we would play and we've always been ever since you know day one if if god wants us to play there he's going to provide what's necessary for us to get there and to play so if you have a vision or anyone listen to this in philippines or anywhere if you have a vision and you pray about it and you want fear not to come out we'll do it we don't we this is not how we make our living this is how we serve our lord Yes, and so we want we. You were saying earlier, you know, we want to play. Yeah, we want to come out and do gigs. We want to, we want to minister. We want to sit in a room with kids and 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 uh, and pray with them. We want to, you know, we want to see people come to Christ. Yes. So, um, we're real guys. We're real normal guys. We do real stupid things sometimes, but <laughs> but we we really want to um, to get out and minister through our music and through our lives. So, yes. with that said. You know, 2022 is going to be a great year. The album's going to come out, yeah. and hopefully, we're going to be able to uh, do some gigs throughout yes. the world. Yeah, we hope so. Canada, USA, all around the world, as they say. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Lord willing. Yes. Yeah, Lord, Lord willing, and Lord, Lord willing, providing. That's right. Amen. Thank you, guys. This has been absolutely wonderful, everyone. This has been Time Machine. We've been talking to Fear Not. And we'd like to say uh, thank you so much for being with us today, and uh, God bless you all. Thanks, Jeff.